0: in the Hilchot Rosh Hashanah. We've been talking about changes that we make to our davening on Rosh Hashanah throughout the Asari Etchavah, so on and so forth. Here the Shekhar says, mo'adim simcha, chagim In our davening, so we don't say, Hashem right? Hashem, You gave us Yom right? Yom right? all the stuff that we've been talking about. But we don't say, which we typically would, let's say, for the Shalosh Regalim, for Pesach, Shavu, Sukkot, that Hashem gave us Moadim L'simcha, So times of meeting that are for happiness, chagimus manim lesason, and again uh, holidays and times for rejoicing. Uh, We don't add that line. We also don't add the paragraph of uh, which says in there, right, that again, mentioning this idea of happiness and rejoicing. We don't add any of that uh, in Musaf. Uh, Why don't we say that? So the Mishra doesn't tell us here. He just quotes. He says, like, Yeah, says, yeah, we don't follow the opinions that say you should say it. So what, what are these opinions that say you should say? What are the opinions that say you should not? So there is a uh, discussion as to what the nature of the day of Rosh, Hash- Rosh Hashanah is. So we know on the Shalosh Regalim Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, there is a mitzvah of Simcha. What exactly that is, how it expresses itself, topic for big discussion. But everyone agrees that there is a mitzvah of Simcha on the Shalosh R'galim. What about when it comes to the holiday of Rosh Hashanah? So here it seems to be a matter of great dispute, because on the one hand, it's... A Yom Hadin, a Day of Judgment. Day of Judgment typically is not associated with great uh, happiness and rejoicing. But we seem to have many different uh, sources that would suggest that maybe we should be happy and we should be rejoicing. We actually talked about this uh, right before Rosh Hashanah of 2014. I'm sure you remember. We could go through all the different sources, but one of the important practical consequences here is, do we add this idea of Mo'adim me simcha, chagim is, banim is it a time of happiness and rejoicing? Yes or no? And that would determine whether we should add these lines or not. It sounds like we Paskin, not that way, not that way. There are other questions. Am I allowed to cry on Rosh Hashanah? So we have some sources that say you absolutely should and some sources say you absolutely should not. Am I allowed to fast on Rosh Hashanah? Some say you should, some say you should not. So again, it all seems to boil down to this idea. Is there an idea of Simcha, even if it's not the same Simcha, let's say on Pesach Shavuot and Sukkot, because it is a Yom Adin that's going to sort of, uh, tempered the amount of happiness that we have. But is there any element of simcha? That seems to be the question over here. One last point really quickly. The uh, says we also don't mention uh, as we typically would on Pesach Shavuot and Sukkot that you know we're so sad Hashem that there's no Beit Hamikdash and we can't go and uh, stand before you and be seen by you and offer the different korbanot. We don't say any of that stuff. We're not able to perform the avodah that we are supposed to do. And again, the Mishabura here explains because on Pesach Shavuot and Sukkot there was a obligation for us to go to the Beit HaMikdash and to be seen, right? To be seen. We didn't have that requirement on Rosh Hashanah. So we don't mention that element of, uh, you know, the mourning for the loss of the Mikdash, but we do mention the fact that there are Korbanot that we're supposed to offer on Rosh Hashanah and we can't do that. So, uh, again, there are elements that are similar to Shalosh Regalim, elements which are different and that manifests itself in our Davenim.